Oh, hi. Have you been in before? Oh, no, it's your first time. Well, my name is Jackson Durham, and this is the Five Yard Fantasy Podcast. Oh, no, 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 no. They're actually there next door. No, no. I Don't be sorry. I'm sorry. He is someone to watch. I'm right here right now. And that is interesting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's do it. I'm excited to hear this. I'm excited. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome back. If y'all don't follow me on Instagram, you may have missed out on this little call to action that I put out. But uh, I I did request to see your guys' fantasy team. And the reason why is because I want to grade them. And slight self-promotion here, but uh, I'm at Jackson underscore Durham 27 on Instagram. When I do this again, I think we're going to do it through the official five-yard fantasy account, though, and the offsize NFL account, though. So drop a follow on all of those so you don't miss out on the opportunity to get your fantasy team graded the next time I do this. But I do have a handful of teams here today. And so today's show is going to be all dedicated to grading your guys' fantasy teams. Uh, And first up, we have Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy is in a 16-man league. He's doing PPR. Uh, All of these are PPR, by the way. And his first draft pick was at the 111. Uh, Jimmy is actually the reason I am doing this whole thing since he sent me his team about a week ago. So everyone say, thank you, Jimmy. And uh, because of that, Jimmy, Jimmy gets to go first. So looking at Jimmy's team here, the highlight of Jimmy's team is Josh Allen, his quarterback. Uh, Josh Allen has been the best fantasy player at any position for the last two seasons. I really don't think you can go wrong with him. I named him my number one quarterback uh, back in episode five, I think that was, when we did quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, whichever one we did quarterbacks in, he is my number one quarterback for this season. So I really can't knock him at all for grabbing Josh Allen there. Uh, his running backs are really solid, too, at the starting level. Uh, he's got my number eight overall back in Dalvin Cook and a top 20 guy for sure in Kareem Hunt. And I like the bench depth, too. He's got Kenneth Gainwell, Daryl Henderson Jr., J.D. McKissick. Uh, and I think Henderson and McKissick, they both have a really solid chance of working their way into nice workloads. If Antonio Gibson and Cam Akers underperform, especially Gibson's kind of on thin ice because of the fumble issues. Cam Akers still coming back from that Achilles injury, I want to say it was. Don't quote me on that. Uh, And he didn't look great in the postseason for last year. So if he does not come back at 100%, you know it's going to be Daryl Henderson Jr. and Kyron Williams getting those touches. So Daryl Henderson Jr.'s value could be more than we currently think it is right now. Uh, Washington. They don't really know what the status is for Brian Robinson right now. I know they want to give him a lot of touches, but as of right now, he's not available due to that super, super, super tragic incident. Uh, So it's going to be J.D. McKissick getting a lot of that action until Brian Robinson is able to return. Fortunately, they do think he's going to be able to return this year. So that is awesome, awesome news going way, way beyond fantasy. Uh, Just thinking about Brian Robinson as a human being, that is awesome, awesome news for him. Moving on to Jimmy's wide receivers, though, and actually before I wrap that up, the running backs that Jimmy does have on the bench, that's really good security there. Uh, Henderson and McKissick will keep you going, even if Dalvin Cook or Kareem Hunt get injured, which isn't entirely out of the realm of possibility. So great to have that security on the bench. The receivers, though, this is kind of where things get a little rough. Receiver number one, that's going to be Hunter Renfro. And I think immediately we see how much Jimmy prioritized drafting the other positions on his team over the wide receiver spot. And you do pay for that. I think 
Renfro is much, much better as a receiver two or a flex, depending on the depth of your league. But, I mean, Jimmy, again, in a very deep league here, this is 16-man. So you're going to pay the price when you prioritize running back and tight end, uh, which we'll get into his tight end in a minute here. But at receiver two, he's got Christian Kirk. And Christian Kirk is someone that I've absolutely highlighted as having a very, very, very high ceiling, but a bit of a scary floor. So I think there's a lot of potential with Christian Kirk. I think if that potential doesn't hit, though, you're looking at a pretty scary range of outcomes with Christian Kirk. I don't know how bad it could potentially be, but he may be just outright not very fantasy helpful at all. Uh, and on the low end, what? while being straight up a receiver one on the high end, if he can perform in Jacksonville, I think there is a a range of outcomes in which Christian Kirk is your receiver number one. Uh, but that would require a huge jump from Trevor Lawrence and a huge jump from him as well. But I honestly, I wouldn't want to rely on Christian Kirk for as many points on a week-to-week basis as Jimmy's going to have to. But mostly because Jimmy was able to snag Mark Andrews at tight end, I think we can live with it. I love that pick. Mark Andrews is absolutely headed for a monster season. Hollywood Brown is out of there. I think they're going back to those three tight end sets. That's something I've hammered on a lot, a lot, a lot on this show. So I really do love the pick of Mark Andrews. Flex right now, we're looking at Chase Claypool. That is not a half bad flex. Uh, but personal message to Jimmy. If Jimmy, if you're listening, this is the part where you really need to pay close attention. Dip into your bench here at receiver and start Rondale Moore at flex this week. Uh, and every week going forward until he proves himself to not be a good option. Rondale Moore has looked great in training camp. I think he's he is option number two in that Arizona offense until DeAndre Hopkins returns. He's facing a Kansas City defense that lacks a lot of secondary depth this year. I think his target share is great. I love him uh, at your flex spot. The rest of your bench is really, really solid too. Uh, you got Alec Pierce, Kadarius Toney, Albert O. That's a lot of players with high ceilings that... I think at the very least, you can maybe turn them into nice trade pieces to maybe upgrade, hopefully at your receiver number one later on somewhere, sometime this year. So overall, I think I'm gonna give you a solid B plus, Jimmy. I feel like I feel like that's where I'm going with this. Thank you for sending in your team. Uh, really good team. Good luck this year. All right, next up, we got Hayden. Uh, Hayden is in a 10-man league and is also my former college roommate. Miss you, buddy. Uh, Hayden is a big 49ers fan, which is going to become super evident as you start to hear <laughs> his team. But uh, at quarterback, Hayden has Kyler Murray. Uh, I like that a lot. Kyler is super, super solid. I ranked him fifth in my quarterback rankings this year. Don't think he can go wrong there. The running floor is awesome. He's been a great passer throughout his career. Uh, I know it did sort of fall apart last season, but and I know he's gotten beat up this offseason for his off-the-field issues. But I think Kyler Murray is a really, really solid quarterback in this league. I think he will continue to prove that this season. At RB1, he's got Austin Eckler, and you can't really argue with that. Uh, Gotta love Austin Eckler. He's a beast. He'll get a ton of receiving volume. He'll get a ton of rushing volume. The only concern there is I think he does want to run the ball a little bit less and let Isaiah Spiller take some of those touches. So maybe a little bit less rushing volume from Eckler than we're used to. But I think he'll make up for that with more receiving volume. RB2, Michael Carter. Uh, not the worst RB2 you could end up with. Uh, not great either, though. Uh, I won't knock you overly for it, but because I do like Michael Carter more than most, I think Michael Carter 
is going to get more of the touches in the Jets' backfield than people realize. I think Brees Hall is still a rookie. I think there's still time for him to develop. And I think Michael Carter is still much, much better than people realize. So I think that will be more of a split backfield. I think they want to use that as a one-two punch. So I think there's value with Michael Carter. Still would probably like to upgrade the RB2 spot, though. At receiver, we've got Chris Godwin at receiver number one. And that's a solid pickup. Godwin is not a true number one. Uh, so again, we could upgrade at receiver. But... Uh, We'll take it. Godwin is always fantasy productive. Anyone playing with Tom Brady, we like. Uh, Jerry Judy at receiver number two. I love that. Uh, I think Jerry Judy might overtake Godwin and become your receiver number one this season, uh, especially if he can shine with Russell Wilson. I think those receivers should work out pretty well for you. Tight ends are a real bright spot here. We got George Kittle. Uh, that 49ers bias starting to show. Made sure to snag him. Love it for you, though. Uh, at flex, we've got Brandon Ayuk. This one I'm less big on. Uh, 49ers bias definitely showing here. We'll see if it works out. IU, the target share is going to be tricky for IU, but I think he'll, he'll see some action. I'm just not sure if he's the best option for you at flex. The bench, it's really young, and it's full of really high-ceiling guys. I like your bench a lot. He's got George Pickens, Garrett Wilson, Jacoby Myers, Michael Gallup. All of those guys have potential to be fantasy value, valuable at some point this season. I like all of those assets. Trey Lance and Matt Stafford as well on that bench. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. So, first things first, get a bench tight end like, like yesterday. George Kittle's injury history is not so clean to the point that you can feel 100% confident in him playing in every game other than the bye week. You need a backup tight end in case he gets hurt. Uh, also, the three quarterbacks on the roster is pretty excessive. I think I, think I know what you're doing knowing you, Hayden which is waiting to see who's good and then trying to trade at least one of the other guys. Uh, if that's not what you're doing, do that. But as for your grade, I'm going to have to go with a B- for you, Hayden. Uh, I know I'm being a little harsh, and it will depend on whether or not George Pickens and Garrett Wilson pan out this year. You know what? We'll move that up to a solid B. I'm going solid B. Thank you, Hayden. Appreciate you. All right. Next up, we've got a listener named Bruce. And to be honest, I have never actually met anyone in my entire life named Bruce. So I am just sat here picturing the gigantic shark from Finding Nemo. Uh, the one who's like, fish are friends, not food. And I'm picturing him holding like a tiny smartphone and playing fantasy football. I'm Well, with that being said, I'm very happy that you can get this podcast down at the bottom of the ocean, Bruce. Uh, that's really cool. And uh, thanks for sending in the team. Let's grade it. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Bruce is in a 10-man ten, ten league or 10-shark league, if you will. Uh, at quarterback, Bruce rocking with Jalen Hurts, uh, which you all know I like that one. I've been very high on Jalen Hurts this season. Uh, I think he's my number three quarterback, so can't really get much better than that. Uh, at RB1, he's got Aaron Jones. I think that's a big sleeper pick. Uh, someone's got to pick up that volume in Green Bay. Ayush was hitting on it earlier when he was on the podcast a few episodes ago. I think Aaron Jones could definitely be that guy to pick up that receiving volume. I think he's going to get a lot more work as a rusher this year too, so I love Aaron Jones for you. Uh, running back two, we've got Zeke. Zeke's solid. Uh, that's going to be a really one, really good one-two punch. Uh, people are down on Zeke this season, but I think there's still good volume there as long as he can stay healthy. At receiver one, we've got Justin Jefferson. And, uh, yeah, I don't think he can get much better than that. Uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, <laughs> 
probably the best receiver in the league, barring Cooper Cup. Uh, receiver two is not bad either. We've got Cortland Sutton, who I like Cortland Sutton. Uh, receiver two in Denver, I think he gets better volume than he's probably ever seen in his career this year. I think those Broncos, I think they want to pass. Uh, so I think as long as Russell Wilson can make that transition really smoothly in Denver, I think Cortland Sutton's a great get for you. And uh, wow, at tight end, we got Mark Andrews. Was, was anybody else drafting with you, Bruce? Uh, and then over at your flex, we have Allen Robinson. Uh, gosh, the other Sharks, they've, they better watch out, Bruce. You're playing for keeps this year. Your bench is pretty ridiculous, too. We got A.J. Dillon, Rashad Bateman, Rashad Penny, Kadarius Toney, Naeem Hines, Julio Jones, and what? Josh Rosen. We got Josh Rosen at the end of this bench. Uh, that's really solid depth there, barring Josh Rosen, who I am... Yeah, I'm actually going to dock you a whole letter grade for rostering Josh Rosen. I, I just decided that. Uh, with all that being said, Bruce, you're going to get a B. I was going to give you an A, but uh, A, you're in a 10-man league, so I have to dock you points for playing in a 10-man league. Let's get a deeper league going. Uh, I know you got more friends than that. But your squad's loaded, and uh, you're going to lose a letter grade for Rosen. So, so consider it an A, but drop Rosen now. Uh, no clue why you have him. Anyway, moving on. Thanks for sending in the team, though, Bruce. Appreciate you. Uh, Spencer, next. Uh, this is a vicarious submission. Uh, we got a team from someone named Spencer uh, from a buddy of theirs named Tucker. So thanks for sending in the team, Tucker. We appreciate you. Let's see if your friend is any good at fantasy football. At quarterback, he's got Jalen Hurts, uh, and we like that. We just talked about Jalen Hurts, so we're off to a good start here. Dalvin Cook at Nod and Najee at running back. Uh, I like that. I think we're set at RB. The volume with Najee is going to be insane, just like it was last year. Already talked about Dalvin Cook. He's really great uh, as long as he stays healthy. So I think we're set at RB at the starters. Receivers, we got Michael Pittman Jr., who I think is absolutely getting slept on. Uh, upgrade at quarterback for him. And then another guy who upgraded at quarterback this year, DJ Moore. Uh, both guys, I think, I think you could say they're both getting slept on this season. I like both of those receivers. We could do better, but... I am not going to knock you at all for Michael Pittman Jr. and DJ Moore. Can't go wrong with Travis Kelsey at tight end. Absolute beast. Should be due for more volume than ever this season. I think that's a big winner. Uh, another big winner is going to be Aaron Jones in the flex spot. Uh, this is another 10-man league. I don't know if I mentioned that off the top, uh, but pretty easy to tell. Bench is super, super loaded. We've got T. Higgins, A.J. Dillon, Rashad Bateman, Alex Madison, Elijah Moore, Dawson Knox. Really, really great team here. Uh, again, it's a 10-man, so it's, it's hard to assess these 10-man teams without knowing the rest of the league. Uh, I will say that because it's, I mean, there's so many, so many good players available in a 10-man league. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a, a B2. I think you got mutual friends with Bruce because it doesn't look like anybody else was drafting during this draft. Uh, but yeah, you know what? I'm going to give you a B plus because you don't have Josh Rosen on your roster, but you're still in a 10-man league. So... We'll go with a B-plus for you, Spencer. I appreciate you sending in your team. Uh, and Tucker as well for sending in the team for you. Sam, lastly, lastly we've got Sam. Sam's in a 12-man league. Uh, he wanted me to have a look at his squad, so it's a big shout-out to Sam. Uh, and like I said off the top, I got a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of other submissions. Uh, so do not be bummed if you didn't make it into this video because uh, I'm going to be grading your teams all year long. So just keep them coming. Uh, we'll work. I think as of right now, my plan is going to be to work in time to grade at least maybe two or three teams an episode. 
Uh, if we can work that out, that plan might change as we go. But as of right now, I'm thinking we'll grade two to three teams an episode. So keep your team coming. Uh, if it didn't get graded, I'm sorry. Please, please don't send me angry DMs. Uh, I get enough as is. But uh, anyway, on to Sam's team. At quarterback, Sam's going with Matt Stafford. Stafford, one of the near misses on my fantasy top 10 quarterbacks. Uh, I think he's going to be really solid. Obviously, I'm a little biased. I'm a Rams fan. But, and I think my biggest knock on Stafford, he just doesn't have that floor that some of my top guys do, which is they can scramble, they can run, they get you points through that way. So that's kind of why he doesn't fall into that top group for me. But that offense loves to throw the football. He's still got Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Tyler Higby's really solid. Stafford will do well for you. Running back, he's got Austin Eckler. Eckler's been a running theme tonight. Uh, we've talked about him a lot. We love him. Nick Chubb, that's another guy we love. Super loaded at running back. Uh, and, hey, that officially means we have made it to the first episode of this with zero RB truth, zero, zero RB truthers. So, huh, how about that? Uh, very happy to see that. Zero RB doesn't work. Uh, I don't think we've talked about zero RB on this podcast yet, but just as a little aside. Uh, receiver is looking nice, too. Uh, we got Keenan Allen. We got Jerry Judy at the one and the two. Tight end could be a little bit better. We got TJ Hawkinson currently filling the tight end spot. And I'm not going to knock TJ Hawkinson too, too much. You know, actually I am because you have Amon Ross St. Brown at the flex, too. Uh, I wouldn't have both of them together. I would have Amon Ross at the flex, but I would try to find a way to trade TJ Hawkinson and get a different team's tight end. Uh, on the bench, we've got Gabe Davis, Rashad Penny, Robbie Anderson, Daryl Henderson Jr., and Devontae Parker. Solid bench. Uh, I think Amon Ra is going to carry you through the early season at the flex, but I think Gabe Davis and Penny might be better options once the Lions have Jamison Williams back. Uh, I think the volume is just going to be a little testy for Amon Ra. Overall... Let's go with B minus here. Uh, just like Hayden, I need you to get back up tight end, Sam. Uh, Hawkinson's dealt with too many injuries in his career for you to feel 100% confident holding on to him as your only tight end. Uh, keep Devontae Parker, though. I, I like the pickup on Devontae Parker. I think he might end up being sneaky valuable in that Patriots offense. Mac Jones has got to be targeting somebody, uh, and they brought him in for a reason. So, with all that being said, I think that about does it for me today. Thanks for hanging out with me, guys. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm so sorry we missed last Thursday. Uh, we had a miscommunication on our end, and everything just kind of fell apart at the last second. But it will not happen again. Uh, thanks for coming back today. And I will see you guys this Thursday for our preview of the Rams versus Bills game. Have a great one, guys. See you then. He is someone to watch. Right here, right now, and that is interesting. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Let's do it. I'm excited to hear this. I'm excited. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it.